0: <laughs> Jesus, I uh I'll just leave it off, Drew. It's uh, fine. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Fourth and Floundering podcast. My name is Mitch. And I'm Drew. And it has been a hot minute since we have recorded. Yeah, uh,
1: very, very hot minute. Almost hot like this uh tea that I'm having when, right now. When was the last time we recorded? It had to have been after um, the Eagles Cowboys, the first game? It was at, it was a week after it was the it was the week of the Saints Cowboys game because i said that's right that the Saints were going to blow you guys out and then you won so and i think i said i i thought
0: that we were going to lose but i really wouldn't be surprised if we won
1: yeah yeah and i said you guys are going to get blown out of the water and then i uh, i had to eat in my own words you did you um, did for so the rest of the season actually let's too let's uh hopefully you don't have another episode or uh, yeah it's fine i'm <laughs> i have <laughs> pneumonia so uh well, I'm glad working, that we're working
0: through it. I'm glad that we're at least able to get back together because I've really missed recording with you, and our schedules have just gotten crazy. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, this is the start of it being a little more consistent.
1: Yeah, I hope so. I um, really do. But do you want to get into
0: it? Are you supposed to start with the uh, football. Start yeah, football? I, I guess we'll, sta- we'll
1: start with the NFL since that's the season that's uh, most recently over.
0: How do we? So I guess the the obvious thing is is the Patriots have obviously won the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, good for you, Tom Brady. Kiss your kid. On the lips and kiss Robert Kraft and stick that sixth uh, Super Bowl ring right on your um, your uh, big toe. Big toe? Well, I can't say penis. Well, I think you're allowed <laughs> to say penis. I don't think it makes any sense, though. Oh, well, I already said it, so <laughs> oh. it's going on his big toe. All right. um, I
0: Yeah, I... It was an awful Super Bowl.
1: Oh, t- I... I I was blacked out by the third quarter, so I didn't watch the whole game. So, you know what was crazy? is I can't even say this,
0: but, like, well, the game sucks. Like, you at least hope there's good commercials. Yeah. The commercials were terrible. The
1: only one I liked was the Game of Thrones one with Bud Light. That one was solid.
0: That was solid. Are we going to talk about the halftime show? I, I mean, I guess we have to. They somehow found a way to ruin Sweet Victory by SpongeBob?
1: No, they didn't ruin Sweet Victory. They just cucked the entire... United States and the globe by thinking that we were going to have sweet victory and then sitcom Sycam- just dropped. Of course we didn't. Yeah, of course. Fucking Travis Scott.
0: It was an awful... It was just awful all around.
1: And then to have, like, the half of Outcast that <laughs> is the least... The good part. <laughs> the one that didn't have their own Cartoon Network show. The one that's not known by everybody in the entire world. I think Big Boy's pretty famous.
0: He's okay. But I think Andre 3000 is why you love Outkast, right? Well, yeah. He was... I don't know. I feel like Andre 3000 was the creative genius behind Outkast. Maybe I'm misguided in that. I don't think you are. Um, So it's like you had, like, the, the... the less great half of Outkast. <laughs> Travis Scott, who, I guess, to each their own, if you like Travis he Scott, was whatever. A, he
1: wasn't terrible. I
0: just don't... I'm just not a big, like, hip-hop fan or, like, modern pop fan. Yeah. So, I... Like, his. i just not a big fan of Travis Scott's music. And I just already do not like Maroon 5. Oh, yeah. I hate and that made me hate them so much more. Yep. And that ridiculous tattoo that is now a meme. Yeah. Like, I'm, I have tattoos. I'm a guy who loves tattoos. Yep. Um... His tattoos, like, far be it for me to, to judge somebody else's tattoos, but at the same time, just the word California? <sighs> it's stupid. I've been enjoying some of the internet memes, though, like Michael Scott with Scranton written across the Yeah, planet.
1: yeah. <laughs> that one was great. Um, I liked the one where um, they edited this Super Bowl halftime show with Sweet Victory in it and had it... With the background, like it was the bass drop of SICKO mode, but then it goes it goes into Sweet Victory, like the rest the west of Sweet Victory. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. I'll try and pull it up and send it to you. But it's actually it's a good edit. Whoever did it uh, is very talented because I could never do that. Uh, So yeah,
0: shitty halftime show, shitty commercials, shitty game. Jared Goff, awful. Honestly, Tom Brady, not awful He was
1: awful. Yeah. Well. Okay. So I was I was saying this. So okay, I I was having a good time at my Super Bowl party. Um, shout out to my buddy Mike. Um, he had he hosted a really good party. Um, hopefully you're listening, Mike. If not, you're a, you're a bad grand little, and I'll uh, <laughs> I'll have to flick you in the forehead. Um, but I had a really good time. Uh, too much of a good time and uh forget everything after halfway through the third quarter so you didn't miss much <laughs> no I know I didn't miss much because I watched the highlights the next day um and it was just it wasn't terrible defensive football it was just terrible offensive play you know it wasn't a def- I- it wasn't a defensive battle it was just the defense both the defenses were solid defenses but them they weren't making defensive plays the offense was just fucking up really bad. So I'm really glad you said that, because I genuinely,
0: I think that there were some terrific defensive players in that game, like individual players, like for sure. Um, Aaron Donald, who was mm-hmm. Defensive Player of the Year, deservedly so. He was all over Tom Brady. Sue had a great game, and Sue's a, a, a very good player. Um, yep. to, but to be honest, like I didn't think either defense was that good, I just thought both offenses hit the bed, especially the Rams, who... Yeah. I, I think everybody's money was on this to be like a 35, you know, 35, 31 33, game. 31, something like, like that. I think everybody thought this would be a high-scoring game. Yeah. It would be a really fun game, and it, it wasn't. It really wasn't.
1: Yeah. Who, did you see uh, Did you see, um, Wadingo or whoever, the dude from ESPN? He, had a, he freaked out. Had an absolute meltdown on the radio show uh, with uh, Gallick. No the mo- I the, seen mor- it. the morning after um, he, he just went bonkers he was like if you don't like the game turn it off but like you're at, you're at there like the super bowl whether we like it or not as sports fans it's a cultural it's a cultural thing in America every year oh. they they the they, it's, there every, are it's people a, who watch football once a year and, and it's it's, it's on the super bowl and yeah. people have parties for it even if they're not giant Super Bowl f- or football fans yeah so to tell them to turn on like to, to like t- tell them to not be able to complain about it being a shitty game when it's what like what are you going to turn on what are you going to turn on like a D2 basketball game on ESPNU like that's literally all what else was on it yeah. was it was like college college girls and like the golf network those were the only other two channels putting on sports
0: yeah, I – it was just a bad, bad, bad game. I was glad to watch it just because I love football and I love watching the Super Bowl. And I'm glad that we've had a Super Bowl this bad because now that means we can only go up.
1: Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> which is, I guess
0: um, is kind of how we all felt a few years ago during that – the Seahawks one. Seahawks versus uh, Broncos. Broncos. Oh, my
1: God. I, I That game that I That was actually, on the
0: other side of, like, a terrible Super Bowls game, right? I
1: actually turned off that game because – it just wasn't competitive. It, it this wasn't. Was, like, I guess it was competitive between, like,
0: who was the shittiest. Mm-hmm. But that game, that, that Seahawks-Broncos game, wasn't even remotely yeah. competitive. It wasn't at all. But let's get into both of our teams. I. It's the end of the year, so we don't have to scream at each other as much. I think <laughs> we're both on the same side now because we're, we're both pretty big Sixers-Flyers and Phillies fans. Yeah. But yeah, let's end of the year for the Cowboys and the Eagles. Do you want to kick us off? How do you feel about the Eagles going into the offseason?
1: Um... I don't even know where we need to make big plays. I mean, big uh, big trades or big pickups right now. I'll tell you, you need a running back. <laughs> well, we'll probably. I hope we draft a running back in the second or third round. I think we need to draft a corner or a or a safety in the with our first pick. Um, Definitely. Uh, this, backup quarterback in, in this draft. Yeah, yeah. Not a not a backup quarter. Did you say backup quarterback or cornerback? Backup quarterback. No, you're we don't. We, we don't need. We don't need to draft a backup quarterback this year.
0: You're you're good with Nate Sudfeld.
1: Because uh, not bad. Because Foles is not I know, back. I know Foles isn't coming back. But um, I just hope he doesn't go to the Giants or Redskins. That's literally, I, like, if he, he could literally go anywhere else, I just don't want to be going to a divisional rival. I'll be honest with you,
0: I, and maybe it's less controversial to say this around an Eagles fan at this point, but I don't think Foles is, like, I don't have an answer for Nick Foles' magic, but I don't think Foles is that good of a starting quarterback if to start consistently
1: for 16, I think he's an amazing backup if you need him to yeah. come in and start a couple games. I don't know. I still wouldn't, because like I've seen what he can do for us with him on my side. Well, someone's going to pay him a lot of money, but yeah. I don't think that that team is going to be particularly better off.
0: I don't think he's going to make a difference for a team. So let's, let's say the Jaguars, right? Yeah. You know, a team went to the championship two years ago, the AFC championship game. Um, awful this year, and I think a lot of that, a lot of that was on the quarterback play. was just absolutely abysmal. Blake the play Bortles. calling was, was abysmal. Uh, I, I don't think that if you put Nick Foles in that team, though, that they're going to go back to the AFC Championship game.
1: No, I don't think so either. Um, I think you you would need to throw in, like, another wide receiver or another, another offensive weapon.
0: A running back who plays consistently.
1: Oh uh, Yeah, I was going to say. But um, I think that if we franchise, if we end up franchise tagging Foles and try and trade him away, uh, I would rather send him to... Jacksonville and get a number one pick out of him, and either Leonard Fournette or Jalen Ramsey, because I know the Jaguars are trying to get rid of one of them.
0: I mean, Ramsey, I think that if you're if you're the Jaguars, I know Ramsey wants out, but you've got to be dumb to trade Ramsey because he's too good. I don't they, know, they, I know he wasn't as great last year, but he's still in elite corner. I know you need a quarterback, but if you look at... Their defensive side of the ball it, isn't I mean, the problem. But not just that. Basically, when you had ra- when when Ramsey was playing well, especially last year, teams just conceded an entire half of the field, mm-hmm. right? Like you weren't throwing anywhere near Ramsey nope. because of how good he was. Uh-huh. So, I I don't know. I don't think that that's gonna. It's not gonna help the Jaguars if you're just gonna have now. You have the whole field back to play with. You know what no, I mean? No. Yeah. to attack everything.
1: I would. I would rather. I'd rather send Foles down there, and well, if, no and then and then, yeah. and then and then say like. You don't want to play him in division? No, I don't want to play him in division, and even in the conference. But um, say he keeps his Foles magic for another four or five years. Possible. Entirely
0: possible. Which is
1: entirely possible. Um, and we trade for Ramsey and a pick. We can use our number one pick to get a middle linebacker instead of wasting it on a corner. And I'm not necessarily wasting, but we just acquire an already talented asset. And then we can just go for another defensive asset that we need because Jordan... Hicks announced today that he's thinking about free agency. Yeah. So, uh, which I'm not entirely concerned about because he's really inconsistent on his injuries and his time availability availability to play. Sure. So um, I'd rather bulk up a, a, on our defense with the draft this year. Um, just because, like, when Corey Clement's healthy, I like him. When, jo- when if If Josh Adams has more time and more touches next year, we're gonna do running back by committee anyway. That's just the way our offense is. So if we have Corey Clement, Josh Adams, Smallwood, maybe Sproles for one more year next year. I know it's crazy to think, but he was, <laughs> but when he came back, he was our best back. You know so definitely. Well, it's, he's older. He's, really, he's older. really really he's a dinosaur for a running back. He's gonna be like thirty six or thirty seven next year. So
0: that's that's absurd, and it kind of. It's kind of hard to believe. I remember how good he was playing for the Chargers before he was playing for For the Saints. Saints, (laughs) Which he was there before the Eagles. Yeah, I I feel like he's someone who's always been a fan favorite everywhere he's gone. Mm -hmm. I'm looking it up. He's going to turn 36 in June. Yep. That's absurd.
1: Yeah, uh, which is like 97 in running back years.
0: Conservatively
1: speaking. Yeah. So I want to
0: take a quick look over with you for the... Eagles opponents for next year. And I just want your Yeah, that's
1: fine. I think we'll do
0: we'll do a full episode with the schedule releases, just the way too early prediction. Yeah. But just in terms of opponents, I want your immediate takeaways. Home, you have a division, so you have Washington, Dallas, and New York. And then you also have the Lions, the Bears, Patriots, Jets, and Seahawks. That's your home schedule. Okay. Away, you have a division again, Washington, Dallas, New York. You also have the Packers, the Vikings, the Dolphins, the Bills, and the Falcons. So overall, the Eagles opponents are one twenty three, one thirty three, and two last year, with a four seventy seven winning percentage. Yeah, not scared. I I think there are some teams in there that are going to be just as good, if not much improved. Yeah. So. I I think the division's gonna be really interesting to see next year.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, it depends on what Washington does with their quarterback situation because they're not going to play with. Uh, who was their fifth? No, their fifth string quarterback. Oh, Josh Johnson? Yeah. He
0: of the AAF?
1: Yeah, yeah. Did you
0: watch the AAF this
1: weekend? (laughs) I watched the one game where the quarterback got clocked. I only watched watched the the highlights
0: (coughs) on Twitter. Yeah. I didn't watch the actual game. But Uh, it looked like it was pretty fun. They were doing some innovative stuff, man. Yeah. They were doing um, the, uh, being able to hear the communication on the replays. (coughs) Miking up all the coaches.
1: Yeah, Christian, Christian Hackenberg, uh, only having 36 yards of, uh, passing yards so it looks like he picked up a right where he left exactly up. i'm so glad that we didn't keep him for our backup
0: but I, I think depending on how washington handles the quarterback situation especially how the cowboys play with and we'll get into this in a minute but how the cowboys play with the people who need contract extensions yeah and then what if anything new york does to upgrade yeah um i think the lions should be bound for improvement the bears are the bears they're See, not we- nothing really changing with them the patriots are the patriots the Jets are going to have a new coach with the second year of Sam Darnold, and the Seahawks were a playoff team last year.
1: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm not scared of the Jets just because. Um...
0: I'm not scared of the Jets either, but I just think they're with with Darnold in, in year two.
1: Yeah, they should yeah. be
0: in in need of a. Or they should be ready for a boost, but they also yeah. hired Adam Gase, so like two steps forward, three steps back.
1: And the way Adam, <laughs> the way Gase ran the the Dolphins last year uh, and or the past couple seasons, he also hasn't had a
0: healthy quarterback though. Let's, no let's, yeah, you're I don't right. think Tannehill's good to begin with or that good to begin with, but let's also give the benefit of the doubt that Tannehill's been hurt all year. But I year. think
1: I think Ryan Tannehill and Brock Osweiler are both equivalent to Sam Darnold in his rookie year, at least.
0: I don't think that Darnold was as good as like some people make him out to be. No, of course not. But I also don't think that Darnold was like a scrub. Like Darnold wasn't you don't need yeah. the it wasn't like Goff's rookie year. Like remember, no. remember Jared Goff's rookie year when you were all saying like what a bust?
1: But his coach was also atrocious. Jeff Fisher. Fisher is trash. I kind of miss Jeff Fisher. I don't. No? You don't think the NFL was more fun with Jeff Fisher? Well, I mean, without Jeff Fisher, I think the Rams would probably not. Well, without... With Jeff Fisher, the Rams would never win the West.
0: No, there's no way. They so, would have been
1: 7-9 for forever. Yeah, 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 But
0: I think also, like, let's give... I know it was like 20 years ago or longer at this point. Um, but let's give Jeff Fisher credit. He came a yard away, literally, from winning the Super Bowl. And, you know, he, he ushered in a decent era of Titans football. But I think the Eagles opponents are interesting. I think... I don't know how that schedule looks up, because I think it, it sounds ridiculous and like a dumb point that's not necessarily... Yeah, or original, we need, to, but we need to, see, to see what happens with the free agency.
1: Yeah, we need to see how the, everybody drafts and how free agency goes and where the coaches shake out for the rest of this, the rest of offseason. But um, as it looks, the only teams that I'm really scared of from our schedule are you guys, the Pats, and probably Chicago and maybe Seattle. Maybe. Interesting. Uh, just because if Russell Wilson's going to be their entire offense again, then I'm not going to be scared.
0: Uh, you never know. They might be able to... To upgrade on something. And I think there are a couple of areas they could upgrade, so I'm curious.
1: Yeah, but we've been saying that for, like, three years now. And they haven't. I think the
0: big thing that Seattle needs to do, and it was... This is actually a really nice segue into my Cowboys. Um, Like, they... Seattle beat themselves in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. The Cowboys didn't beat them. They just called one of the worst games I've ever seen called. And that's saying something from somebody who had Scott Linehan as an offensive coordinator. Um, <laughs> I'm sad you guys don't have Scott Linehan. Anymore. <laughs> I bet you are. <laughs> now, now it's gonna be more competitive than it already was. Uh, I, yeah, I think they got to do something on, with with offensive play calling. It was just horrific. Yeah. And you know what? They need they need another wide receiver.
1: Did you guys name a uh, a new? We can segue into the Cowboys' schedule if you want, or offseason stuff. Well, yeah. So let's let's um, do that.
0: So we did name a new offensive coordinator. Yeah. So it's interesting how this all transpired. Garrett came out after the season and said he didn't expect any changes. Yeah. Um, two, then Jerry Jones was like, two, two days later, blow your roll. Yeah. Two days later, uh, they fired Scott Lenahan, which they announced <laughs> on a Friday. Uh-huh. But then in Scott Lenahan's, like not resignation, but like goodbye letter, um, he said that they had talked on Wednesday. <laughs> So it was—it was a really weird, it was really jumbled, and it was an absolute mess the way it was handled from start to finish. Because no he never should have been—he never should have been brought back.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And I know it's like, oh, the Cowboys are a fucking shit show. What? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I understand. What really else is new? <laughs> um, <laughs> trust me, I've been a fan of this team my whole life. It is never not a shit show. You know what I want? Just once, I want an off season that I can just go in and be like, oh, it's going to be quiet, <laughs> and that's just not going to happen. Um, but it took him a little bit of time. I actually. I have a little bit of mixed feelings on how they've... So they've hired Kellen Moore as the offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. who was the quarterback's coach last year. He played under Lenahan pretty much his whole career. He was a, co- he was a great quarterback in college, just yeah. very small, um, and wasn't great in his very limited opportunities to start uh, in, in the NFL. So he's the new offensive coordinator. I like the move to replace him, though. Mm-hmm. They brought in John Kitna as quarterback coach. And I know we're all making John Kitna jokes to ourselves, and that's totally fair, but I also think he's a guy who was around a while and knows a lot about the position. Yeah. So I'm happy with Kitna. I am perplexed a little bit by the, the Kellen Moore move, just for no other reason than the fact that we fired Ledehan because he wasn't original in his play calling. Uh-huh. Why are we hiring a disciple? <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly.
0: It's, and they said that Moore is going to call the plays. Which is interesting to me and a little bit weird. I'm really curious to see how the Cowboys play everything out because they're making Jason Garrett coach for his job. They're not extending his contract. I saw that. He's going into his last year. I think that that is. I think everybody who knows me knows I'm. I was. I am. Wasn't was. I am. But the anti Jason Garrett. I think it would. I think it was kind of really hard to fire him though at the end of last year, taking us back from. You should have fired him when you were three and five. Exactly. You didn't. So the fact that he led you back or led us back to a 10-6 record and a playoff win, yeah. you know what, fine, bring him back. I'm okay with it, I guess. But don't extend him, so I'm glad we're going to make him coach for his job. Yeah, My guess is if they don't win a playoff game or two next year, they're going to do something to get Sean Payton. You coach. think so? That's the rumor, and I I think... How many... many Sean Payton's finishing his contract at the Saints, too? I believe he's finishing, but there's always... For whatever reason, I can't quite figure it out. There's always a rumor every single offseason that the Saints are trying to trade Sean Payton. And it usually revolves around the Cowboys, but I think it's just in general, and and I can't quite figure it out. Yeah. I don't know if there's some dysfunction there or what, but... I would love to have Sean Payton the Cowboys. You
1: know, I I th- this is going to sound very ignorant of me, but I can't remember the last time I saw a coach's trade in the NFL. I, I do. When was it?
0: Gruden. Okay, the, From the Raiders to the Buccaneers. Okay, yeah, yeah. I believe. I think that was a trade. Was that the last one? I think it had to have been.
1: In recent memory, I can't remember.
0: Please stand by. Yeah. yeah. during the 2001 2002 offseason, the Oakland Raiders allowed head coach John Gruden to sign with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers In exchange for first and second round draft picks in 2002. <laughs> Sounds like what the Raiders would do next year. It does sound like <laughs> to some give them more the Raiders would do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, except I don't think anyone would give up you know like above a seventh rounder for Gruden.
1: What uh what if the Cowboys trade for Gruden? <laughs> I would
0: cry myself to sleep. <laughs> I'm in too deep. Like I couldn't resign my my fandom. Yeah. But I would cry
1: myself to sleep. Yeah, you already got you already got a tattoo. You can't. I can't. I can't, re- I can't, can't go, go back. back. It's permanent, bro. <laughs> I I love I love Sean
0: Payton though. So I would love mm-hmm. to see him as the next head coach of the Cowboys. And I have a lot of respect for what he did in New Orleans. I love the city of New Orleans in general. Yeah. And it was really nice to see.
1: I like how he wore a uh, clown uh, clown. Um... The Clown Commissioner shirt from Barstool. Yes! I I was going to say that. I, I love it. I love how he just gives no fucks. But, okay, so there's no actual proof that that was it, but if you look at the top it's, of the, the waft of hair that was there, and you look at the rest of the design of the shirt from Barstool, it definitely was the shirt, because it's the same colored shirt.
0: I... I'm like pretty... I'm 99% sure he was wearing it. And I'm not surprised because I think that his bad blood with the commissioner goes a long way back. And let's not forget that they got
1: fucking hosed oh my God. on that call. Um, Sean Payne is a stoolie confirmed. <laughs> I, so I'm curious
0: to see how the Cowboys play it out. They have an interesting offseason ahead of them because they have to extend to Marcus Lawrence. Yep. Which you have to do because he's hands down... The best player on the defense. I mean, Leighton Van Der Esch is incredible. Jalen Smith is incredible. But Byron I wouldn't. Say, I, I wouldn't
1: say that they're the best. That's the thing. I think that they're going to be. But they, right now, well, because they're the young bloods. I like when I watch you guys play. Um, when Demarcus Lawrence isn't on the field, you guys are a totally different defense to what compared to when he's on the
0: field. Yeah, he he makes a big difference, and honestly, he. He causes a lot of pressure, which allows Mm -hmm. those guys to make more plays. We're not a big team for takeaways, but Uh in terms of creating pressure and getting teams to go three and out, the Cowboys do that pretty well. Mm -hmm. So you have to re-sign him. For some reason, the Cowboys have been dumb enough to just promise Dak Prescott. I don't know what kind of negotiation that is. Hey, we're going to give you a huge contract extension. I'm not quite sure I see what Jerry's doing there, especially because it's not like... If you're looking at Dak Prescott's career, it is very evenly split. He played a season and a half now at the end of last year, of great football,
1: yeah.
0: of, a, of elite quarterback football. And then he has played a season and a half his second year in the first half of last year of pretty awful, to at the best, mediocre football. Yeah. So what does a contract with Dak Prescott look like? I don't know. I know right now he is, with the way his contract is, he is the... He's paid like the absolute least for a quarterback right now that he could possibly be paid yeah. compared to what he's produced. And I know he has had, like I said, a year and a half of great football in him, but in a three year career, that's half of your career, and the other half he hasn't been good. Yeah. So I don't I wouldn't pay Dak Prescott top dollar. I wouldn't be afraid to let him walk. I know that, that sounds crazy to some people probably, but I would I've seen what this team looks like without Ezekiel Elliott, mm-hmm. who also wants a new contract. And this I would, team is awful without Ezekiel Elliott.
1: I would throw all the money I have... Give him a blank checkbook. ...at Ezekiel Elliott. Right? Give him a blank check and be like, how much money would you like? I know that there are people right now who are going to be listening to this, all three of them, and they're going to say,
0: <laughs> hey, the way the modern NFL works now, running backs... It doesn't make sense to invest in a running back. You run them into the ground and you draft a new one and... At the same time, there'll be Cowboys fans even who went, we got a 1,000 yards out of an almost 30-year-old um, Darren McFadden. And that's true. Like, that's fair. There were times Ralph Morris looked good here, but I also saw, again, what that team looked like without Ezekiel Elliott a year ago. Yep. Not this year, but the year before when he missed six games. And it was horrific. It was an absolute train wreck. They, yep. could, they, they couldn't move the ball. They couldn't do anything. And... I don't think that the same. I don't think that we'd have the same results with Ezekiel Elliott, but not Dak Prescott. Yeah.
1: Um, Well, Zeke still hasn't followed me back on Twitter, so um, fuck him. But I would still. If he was part of my franchise, I would still give him a blank check and be like, hey, put whatever fucking number you want on here because. That's what we're willing to give you and to stay.
0: And then the other thing is that there's the other two players who have to get extended is Amari Cooper, because he made all the difference in the world for the Cowboys yeah. last year. He completely changed how that offense looked. Yeah. The play calling was atrocious still, mm-hmm. and he found ways to make plays. And Byron Jones last year was one of the five highest-graded corners in the NFL. Yeah. He was fantastic. You have to keep him around. So yeah. I I don't know if there's enough money to keep all these guys around. I don't think there is, and I think there's going to be a holdout. So the Cowboys have got to figure that out.
1: And I, Out of those five... If you could only keep three, who would you keep? If I could only keep three? Three out of the five. Because realistically, that's what it's going to be like.
0: Probably. if So, I'll tell you right now what it will be. The, the three that they would keep out of those five would probably be Dak, Cooper, and Lawrence. The three that I would keep would be Lawrence, Elliot, Cooper. Um... I really like Byron Jones, but I also saw him really tail off at the end mm-hmm. of the year. Yeah. Uh, well, wasn't he playing hurt? I don't I don't know if he's playing hurt or not. I just know that he did not look like the same player. Especially, especially in the playoffs. The yes. whole team. He looked a lot slower. He did. And I think the whole team got beat really badly by play action. Yeah. Like, it completely exposed. Yeah, yeah. They couldn't defend it against the Rams. But, I don't know. That's something that they're going to have to work on. I'm excited that Chris Richard's back. Mm-hmm. But more so than adding anybody or even drafting anybody, like, I'm... I think they're in a nice position where in the second round they can just take whoever the best player on the board is. Hopefully it sounds like Travis Frederick will be back, too, which is going to make the offense a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, but take care of your guys. Like Just just figure out and see if you can get anybody a little bit cheaper.
1: Yeah, um, I wouldn't keep Dak. I would keep Elliot. But I
0: wouldn't either. And I think there's still a really good chance that Dak develops into a good quarterback. Yeah. He showed me that he can play like a good quarterback, but he hasn't shown me he can do it consistently. Yeah. So the Cowboys opponents, though... Home, Eagles, Giants, Redskins, Packers, Vikings, Bills, Dolphins, and Rams. And then away we have Eagles, Giants, Redskins, Bears, Lions, Patriots, Jets, and Saints. A lot tougher of a schedule than the Eagles have. Um, but honestly, I think that if the Cowboys build off the momentum they have at the end of last year, there's only a couple teams that really scare me. Um, and this is a team that has won the division two of the last three years. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's it's gonna be interesting to see which Cowboys team shows up, and a lot of it again is gonna depend on who they're able to keep around.
1: And honestly, um, if the the way the Redskins are looking, because they don't look like they're ready to jump for a new quarterback, they might just draft one. I yeah, think, I think the, I think they're probably gonna draft Kyler Murray, and if he, Kyler Murray actually turns into a good quarterback and doesn't focus on baseball, he's not. So Kyler Murray announced today he is is fully committing to football. Yeah, I saw that, but. Um, which is coming kind of to baseball. Which it also could depend on where he gets drafted. You know, <laughs> like if he gets drafted to like the Redskins, he might be like, "Nah, fuck the Redskins." Because <laughs> if you look at every other mobile quarterback, because Kyler Murray does throw the ball a lot, but he's a mobile quarterback, he he leaves the pocket a lot. If hey. you look at all the other mobile quarterbacks that ended up in, Re- in Redskins territory, they all get fucking hurt. Yeah, I think, and I really
0: firmly believe that when I saw RG3 his first year, it was like nothing I had ever I seen know. before, and I, and I was old enough when Michael Vick was playing mm-hmm. to watch and remember Michael Vick, Yeah, but Vick was an amazing athlete on the field, but I really didn't, if Michael Vick was going to throw the ball, I wasn't scared. Mm-hmm. I know he had an absolute cannon, but he really could hit water he thought a boat it felt like sometimes. Yeah. Um, that first year of RG3, it was like, holy shit. Yeah. He's fast as hell. He could run around circles on the
1: defense, run circles around the defense, yep. and he could put the ball wherever he wanted. Yeah, and Kyler Murray is like RG3, but I believe better. Uh, he's, I, got, he's got a little bit more weight on
0: him than, than RG3 did. I th- and I think um, that was a big thing. RG3 wasn't willing to adjust to, to hits in the NFL, but I also really think that the way they handled his ACL injury, specifically Shanahan, yeah. they ruined his career. Could you imagine yeah. watching the NFC East with Carson Wentz, Dak Prescott, and RG3?
1: It would be amazing. And, and if Kyler Murray, the second option was, Kyler Murray might end up with the Giants. So, so then imagine that foursome.
0: Let's look at this, right? So the, the order of the NFL draft, Arizona... San Francisco, the Jets, Raiders, Tampa Bay are the top five. I could legitimately see him going to the Raiders or the Bucks. I don't know if they'll go that high, but I could, like, in terms of teams who I think would draft a quarterback, Yeah. um, the Jets are six, I could see that happen. The Jaguars are seven, I could see that happen. The Lions are eight. I don't think the Lions would take a quarterback that high. No. But I... Wouldn't totally put it past them. But the, the Lions are hurting like, everywhere else. Or Denver ten, He's not going to go to Buffalo at 9. But I no. could see him going to Denver at 10. I could also see him well, go to Buffalo Cincinnati. also just
1: drafted a quarterback.
0: That's what I'm saying. He wouldn't go to Buffalo. Yeah. So, But I could see him go 10 to Denver. I could see him go 11 to Cincinnati. It'll be interesting. I He's somebody who I think is going to... It's funny to watch mock drafts happen, right? Yeah. This early because right now... A lot of quarterbacks are going in round two and round three. Mm-hmm. And then on draft day, they're they going to go in the first round. Yeah. And they're going to go in the top ten picks. It happens every year. Yeah. All of a sudden, like, teams stop. I feel like people set up their mock drafts, and at first they're logical. It's like, who do teams need? Mm-hmm. And then teams don't draft that way, though. So mock drafts, as fun as they are to read, and I'm the biggest sucker for them, I love them. Yeah. They're, they're fucking stupid.
1: I've kind of I've stopped reading them. I like to because
0: I, I don't watch college football that much. Right? Okay. I, I pay attention to the, the big prospects at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll turn it on and I will watch some of the combine and then I'll stay tuned and I'll monitor mock drafts and just see what's going on. But I, I'd be lying if I told you I was a big college football fan. Mm-hmm. I I don't know, like I just I feel like they're so dumb because they start logical and teams don't draft logically. <laughs> <laughs> I it's crazy. But yeah. Let's segue. We've been talking about football for a while, and the football season is done, sadly, until, I guess, free agency starts on the 12th, right? of, of March. Of March, yeah. Then we'll have Combine, then we'll have the draft, then we'll have schedules It'll be released a little bit before then, then yeah. we're going to get into training
1: camp, and I just we, before we know it, we'll be back. But I just hope the draft isn't the same day as the Avengers release, like it was last year, because i was watching the beginning of it and then went to the midnight release of infinity war and then i was like shit the eagles haven't drafted yet and that was before we traded our round one away for uh our two for the round two to get dallas uh, to get dallas goddard so i was like anticipating like who who'd be who'd be getting the first round who'd be getting the first round and then the movie ends i'm like oh my god like you know what sucks
0: it is. Yeah, the draft Thursday the twenty fifth to Saturday the twenty seventh. Great. The dr- and the Avengers comes out the twenty fifth. Great. I am so stoked for that movie. So it's coming out the weekend before I get married, um, and I'm just I'm gonna go see it ten times. Can we go see it? I yes. Book it. Yes, I just hope no one needs anything from me like that week before the oh, wedding. No, no, no. You know what I mean? Like, no one's ever going to need anything, like me to help with anything yo, for my own wedding. Um, <laughs> so I can just go see Avengers 50 times. <laughs> Thanks, Marvel. I take this as like a personal vendetta against me. Yeah. I'm going to go see it, of course. I'll, and I'll probably see it twice in the first week, I'm being
1: honest. Yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably end up doing that same.
0: So same we'll have to get thing. together.
1: Yeah, dude. We we'll together. have
0: to do a special edition of The Fourth of Floundering, a movie edition to
1: the a Movie edition. <laughs> Review of the entire MCU? <laughs> I would, dude. You, I mean, I would. I'm down. All right,
0: let's 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 get that started. Book it. Yeah, book it, man. Let's do it. TBD. Let's let's segue a little bit though into hockey. Hockey, cause the Flyers were were dead in the water when we talked. Yeah, I'm not convinced that they're not still dead in the water. Yeah. Um, but thanks to a shining, beautiful beacon of hope, my heart, known as Carter Hart, my heart. The Flyers went from being. Pretty much the worst team in hockey to a team that is only six points out of the second playoff spot. Although, we're recording this on February 11th as we're playing Pittsburgh, and What's the score, the score right I now 2-0 Pittsburgh. <laughs> Come on. Is Hart starting?
1: Yes. Um, yeah. Carter.
0: Uh, in it's the okay. second period. That's right. So, and Pittsburgh is who is in that second wildcard spot. So... It's been it's been crazy, kind of. Yeah, we all had, of a we sudden, had a the big Flyers streak. got super hot, eight in a row, and then yeah. they won. They lost, and they won again. Two, they won two actually.
1: Um, Do you? Uh, I followed a new Twitter handle. We're, and we're nine zero and one the last ten. I followed a new Twitter handle the other day. What is it? Um, it's the quality content. It's pretty. It's really quality qu- content. It's um called Carter Hart Car- Countdown. Okay. Um. It's counting down the wins until Carter Hart passes Martin Brodier for first in NHL history uh, for wins as a goalie. I gotta tell you,
0: if that (laughs) kid was old enough to drink, I'd buy him every beer.
1: He's only 19!
0: I know, we have a couple more years. And he, like, just turned 19. He's incredible, he really is. And I know that... I know that we're drinking Kool-Aid hardcore right now. And if you think we're drinking Kool-Aid right now, wait till we talk about the Sixers. (laughs) Um... But yeah, I they went from being a team that was just so unwatchable yeah. to a team that is a ton of fun to watch right now. Yeah, and they're
1: playing hard. Like I wasn't, I wasn't watching any games, and now like I'm watching a couple games when I can. A couple games. When I can. <coughs> so they're so in the 17 games that he
0: started, they're 11 and five and one. He's got a, a 9.26 save percentage and a 2.45 goals against average. He's fantastic. He's playing himself into consideration for. For Calder, for Rookie of the Year.
1: Yeah, which is insane to think about. Um Because if you look at the goalie play that we've had for the past couple seasons, when we've had decent to good offense and defense, mm-hmm. um, it's our, our goalie play has been mediocre. Um I, It hasn't been great. It ha- it's not the greatest. <clears throat> Excuse me. But every good team, if you look at it, has a good goalie to build around. And now that we finally have that... I think it's it's time to start using our assets wisely and start building up this, you know this what? dynasty that we need around Hart. The, fly, the Flyers have a lot going for them right now in terms of younger
0: talent. A lot of them are still stashed away down low, with, yeah. like Mark Frost. Mm-hmm. Um, but Nolan Patrick is frustrating to watch sometimes. Sometimes. But I think he's developing... Lawton's still coming along. Couturier's really come on. I, I mean, love Drew. I know Drew's the, the elder statesman of the group, but Drew yeah. is... He's looking pretty good. Terrific, and he is, I'll just go out on a limb and say it, probably the most underappreciated Philadelphia athlete
1: in yeah. recent memory. In recent memory, I would think so.
0: Maybe the most underappreciated flyer in history. Yeah. Uh, just because... I mean, he's in All the dude does is play, play hard. He gets snubbed for every award. He's every. In, he's absolutely fantastic he produces and nobody talks about him and nobody i think the fans in philadelphia really don't
1: respect him he's a top 5 to 10 in points and assists almost every fucking year
0: yeah absolutely almost every year he's he's amazing and this year it's been really quiet he's been fantastic again i mean if you if you if you if you look at how the Flyers have played around Hart, everyone's gotten better. Yeah. The one person who has like pretty much more or less stayed consistent has been Giroux. And Giroux this year in 55 games has 58 points, and he's been over a point per game all year. Yeah. Um, but everybody else has gotten that boost from Hart, and everyone's starting to play at the same level as Giroux. Yeah. I, I would love to see Hart win the, the Calder. I don't think he's going to just because... Yeah.
1: He had a late start. But. I think
0: I think he had a really late start and I think that Elias uh, Peterson for Vancouver is just terrific.
1: Yeah. But you also well. have, you also have to like compare like how the rookies like how the teams play without the rookies. That's true. You know and, what I mean because the Flyers playing, are a totally different team without Hart. They are, although the the backup
0: goalies have been been decent. Okay. They've been okay. They've been alright. Um, I'm excited. I, I don't know I don't think this team is gonna make up six points all of a sudden, especially with they're gonna l Feel very certain they're going to end up losing to Pittsburgh tonight. Yeah, yeah. So you're talking about going from six points to eight points out. Yeah. Um. It's it's going to be tough to make up eight points to make the playoffs. I think it's possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, we just had a we just had an eight game win streak right now. Out of nowhere. I'm just enjoying the Flyers playing competitive hockey again.
1: Yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, do you trade Simmons still? Um. Do you trade Do you trade the Wayne train?
0: I love Wayne Simmons. I do too. He's another him, one. I don't want him to leave. I know I just I really put myself out there and was just saying how Claude Drew is the most underappreciated flyer ever, but I feel like not far behind him would be Simmons. Simmons. Uh, I, I love Simmons. I think that you, I think again, it's going to be really hard to make up those points to get into the playoffs. And if you do get into the playoffs as an eight seed, we're probably going to get bounced pretty early. Yeah. <laughs> um, not probably. We would get bounced pretty yeah. early. So I, mean, that's I don't know I think year. I think that the, it's a team that's building it's yeah. young enough but it's also talented that there's a chance to make the playoffs and make noise next year. Yeah. I would probably trade Simmons while he still has a lot of value left because he's not re-signing here. They shot themselves I in know. the foot when they signed JVR. I know. Which was a, which was a, a signing when they made it didn't make a ton of sense to me. I think that Simmons is a better player than JVR. So yeah. if I was going to keep somebody I
1: would have just kept Simmons. But JVR's Simmons. been playing decent and to good lately. He has
0: he has. It's just been. I don't know. I mean, if if Simmons has, maybe I'm
1: too emotionally attached, and that's the problem with being yeah. a fan, right? Yeah, that's always that's attached. always the problem. I think I the think smart if, move is probably to trade him. If we could get a couple picks out of Simmons, which I think that we can, then, or prospects, I think it would be worth it. Figuring how young our team already is, we have the yeah. mo- we have the most, we have the most players on our roster, under twenty. 2 or 23 in the entire NHL yep um and I think we're at like 65% of our rosters under 22 or, or 23 something like that yeah. I don't have the exact number in front of me but it's I saw it's it the other dirty. day I saw it the other day and it, I was just like man that number is ridiculous but think after we develop if we can just keep these players for the long haul and have them develop well then we'll be good in a couple years which I mean it's like yeah which is tough to say but like if the Sixers could deal with that for five years, then I think the Flyers I, definitely could.
0: I would rather suck for a year to win for ten. Yeah, exactly. That's um, my point exactly. Or suck for two years to win for ten. Yeah. And I think that it's just really nice to have fun hockey. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that hockey works the same way as football or basketball, right? In that I don't you oh, with, with the with basketball has a lottery, but just like hockey does, but I feel like your your first round picks aren't always making the impact in hockey that they yeah. do in basketball or football. So, I'm not as much of a fan as tanking. Yeah, I'm not a fan of tanking. Period. Right, because you shouldn't try to lose intentionally. Yeah, but it has its advantages. Yeah, but
1: we should like there. There's another. Um, I just don't think hockey has it. There's another um, players draft coming up because um there's an or an expansion draft coming up. Yep because of uh I think Seattle Seattle right 2021 20, though yeah it's coming up so yeah so to I'd rather I'd rather get rid of like not not get rid of but like not have players that could be snatched up and us get nothing for it yeah compared to us getting assets from it so right um that made sense somewhere I think I think so too <laughs> um the <laughs> pneumonia, the pneumonia's kicking in yeah I can tell <laughs>
0: let's uh let's segue a little bit though because we're we're drinking a little bit of kool-aid let's just go all in chug how are we feeling about the philadelphia 76ers i am on another just universe about this team i i am so
1: excited i have i like i i watched and attempted to watch during the process but sometimes I would just get so frustrated that I wouldn't so that's interesting
0: I I have to say I I've always been a basketball fan mm-hmm. all right and I I grew up when I was really young we had the Iverson mm-hmm. you know for a while well, growing up we had Iverson yeah and then and Matumbo. It was a fool, but yeah, <laughs> that 01 team was fun. Yeah, you know, I just as I was really starting to like play, you know, you're a little kid and you're trying to play basketball. Yeah, it is it's around the time of the or, team. or CYO basketball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I, I've always liked basketball. Yeah, I feel like the process made me a better fan though, because I actually paid more attention during the process. Yeah, and it made me I became more invested in this team just because I was looking for something to latch onto. Uh huh. Um, and. For someone like me who's really up their level of fandom during the bad years and yeah. really became a fan of this team during those nightmare Sixers years, yeah. I feel like I'm being rewarded, like mm. me personally, I feel like I stuck it out, so I'm just on another atmosphere. Yeah. I'm I'm so happy to see this team play well and to see some of their risks like Embiid, quite frankly, yeah. um pay off. It, it's Definitely been so rewarding off. and it's been so fun and we don't have a big one anymore we don't have a big two anymore we don't have a big three
1: anymore we don't even have a big four a big we have a big five, five. because
0: people five. are saying
1: jj isn't part of the big insert number here but he is yeah he went he went 11 for 12 on threes the other
0: night jj's my dude i love jj Redick. i think he he's that he's the player who you need on a roster you need that elder statesman who's been around a little bit who's been to the playoffs mm-hmm. who's Won a couple series in the playoffs. You need that guy, and JJ Redick is that guy, uh-huh. and he's terrific. The team loves playing with him. Yeah, I think this this team's got really good chemistry. Did you see that shot that he made
1: last night against yes! the Lakers? What, uh, falling, in the corner, the yeah, corner was three off on the corner. Yeah, he, yes! got, he got the n one. Oh my god, I yes! freaked out. He's he is terrific to watch, but
0: I think more importantly, it's not just one guy, right? It's how this team plays together. Yeah. Um,
1: and people were saying our bench was going to be questionable after after all the trades that we made, getting rid of um, uh Dari or Dario. I said Dario. Sorry, Dario. Saris, Dario Covington.
0: Covington. And let's let's just take a second before we Fultz. get to that last. Oh, okay, you spoiled it. I was going to uh, say this is just going to be R.I.P., an Elton man. Brand appreciation moment. R.I.P. I wasn't a Fultz fan to begin with. No, by any means. But I am super amped that we were able to get something for him. Hell I yeah. I wish him nothing but the best. I wish him nothing but success wherever he's going in Orlando and or wherever he's going mm-hmm. after this. I, I really do hope he gets it together. He seems like a nice kid. Um, but but we ha- he wasn't going to be a success here. And I think a lot of that had to do with the fact of how he was drafted in terms of the trade we had to make with Boston to get him. Yeah. And then with the way the Sixers and he handled, both on both sides, handled his shoulder injury. There was no way he was going to be that big of a success here. Yep. So the fact that we were able to get something for him Was huge. Yeah. And a first round pick, I know it's protected and I know it's Oklahoma's pick, so it's going to be a lower pick. Um, But getting a first round pick for him is huge. And we got cash. And we got cash, and quite frankly, we got a bench player. Yeah. I'm happy. And then the other trade. I mean, getting Tobias Harris and our new hero Boban. Dude, I am
1: getting. I'm ready to
0: raise 51 into the rat I'm getting a Boban jersey.
1: Yeah, I have. A it's reward. already ordered. Like, I'm getting it. Like, I don't. I that's going to be my first Sixers jersey ever. I nev- first Sixers jersey? Never owned a Sixers jersey until I ordered my Boban jersey.
0: When I was younger, I think I had an Iverson jersey. Like when I was real younger. So uh-huh. it's like one of those things I don't have anymore. Yeah. But the first one I bought with my own money. You know the Wells Fargo Center has that like, big sale every year? Yeah. The blowout sale before yeah, yeah, the year. Yeah. I bought for like $15 a stitched um, Drew Holiday jersey. <laughs> and I love that jersey because I really love Drew Holiday. Yeah. And I'm really happy to see him having success in New Orleans now. Yeah.
1: As much of a shit show as New Orleans is. Yeah. My uh my buddy bought uh, like two days before the the Shamat trade. No. A Shamat. trade. Shirze, so like one of the shirt jerseys. Okay, that's not bad. All right. It's not as bad, but still. But he ordered it, and he wasn't going to get it. <laughs> he put up a Twitter poll, and people were like, "Fuck it, throw all the money at it. We're not, <laughs> not going to trade Landry. Why would we ever do that? He's a great prospect. Yep. Boom, he's at the Clippers. And my buddy has a vintage Landry Shamont jersey from when he was on the Sixers for half a season.
0: I. <laughs> I have a rule that tells me that I'm not allowed to get a jersey until after a player's been here for three years. Uh-huh. Or it's been three years, period. So if they were here and their star shined very brightly. Um, and a lot of that's just because I've seen, I bought a Hunter Pence jersey. Okay. He was here for two. He was here for a year.
1: Was it was a year.
0: They acquired him at the deadline. They traded him at the next deadline. Did we? He yeah. Didn't, he didn't
1: finish a full second no. season. No. Oh.
0: Yeah. I was Shit. burned, man. Ruby tomorrow just did a lot of just <laughs> terrible things to the Phillies, and that was one of them. Fuck you, Ruben. Um, and so since that, I've adopted this rule of three years. But okay. I will tell you, I would waive that rule
1: for, Boban. for a
0: Boban jersey. This man's out here kissing babies. This man's just, oh, what a goofy... Did, did, you, see the reverse, did for... you see the reverse fresh prints that he posted on Twitter? Yes. It's coming from LA. It was awesome. Oh, my God. It was God. amazing. But, and I think that's one of the great things, though, is like we're... We're not even talking about their play on the court. We're talking about just how, how much fun this team is. And it's the most fun a Philadelphia Sixers team has been, honestly, since that one team. Probably. And they're playing and they're the best, great. And I think that they're, from a talent perspective, the best Sixers team that they've had. Uh, let's be honest. If if we're real Sixers fans, I think everybody loves that one team. But I think a lot of people would also admit they're probably one of
1: the worst teams to go to the finals. Probably. Allen Iverson was was their team. entire team yeah exactly he averaged like and i love that team, right pl- like, or like everybody minutes. loves
0: eric snow everybody loves uh matumbo yeah but let's let's cut the shit they were not a great team no um, by any means it was an iconic player who got to play against an iconic team yeah in, in the finals and that was great and all but... and we kicked the shit out of that iconic
1: team yesterday we did 143 against the lakers we but, made we made LeBron walk back to the locker room without even shaking anybody's hand. Did you see how disrespectful
0: thing? he was to Ben Simmons on the jumper? I don't give
1: oh shit! So ben
0: Simmons shot shot a point three point alert. He missed it. He yeah, missed he missed. It. He
1: missed it. But like Ben Simmons three point alert. Twitter. It Philly, happened. Philly Twitter was literally an inch away from exploding. Oh, I was, I an inch. I wasn't watching the game.
0: It was in and it bounced out. But I was following it on my phone. And, you know, you, you know, ESPN gives you the alerts in real time if you're if, the game cast or whatever it's called. Yeah. So I was watching it, and one of it said, like, Ben Simmons, you know, attempted a three-pointer,
1: and I was like, well, yo, yeah, what the fuck, ESPN? Like, <laughs> like you okay? Like, he, you tried one, he tried one the other night against the Nuggets, but it was a half-court shot. Right. And it was at the end of the It was the, the, the half. first
0: legitimate actual three-point attempt yeah. of his career. And, like, let's fucking go, man. Yeah. I'm just, I'm amped. I think this team's playing together really well. I think they're a lot of fun.
1: I think... Us winning the East, the chances doubled after our trade deadline. We won the trade deadline. Let's just be
0: real. Aside from the fact that we are drinking Kool-Aid, I do legitimately think that this team, objectively, is the best starting five in the East. I don't know as if we're the best team in the East, to be honest. I I think that the Celtics and the Raptors are going to give us a run for our money. And Milwaukee. Yeah. All three of them are going to be tough to beat. It's a crowded East. Mm Yeah. but I think we certainly have the best starting five.
1: Yeah. Um, our starting five, we, we have the only starting five in the entire NBA that has their starting five, each one of them averaging double digits, points-wise.
0: So, let's talk ourselves down a little bit. If there's one thing that's going to hold this team back, what do you think it is?
1: Uh, Brett Brown. I'm reading your mind right now. It's going to be Brett Brown.
0: Yeah. I I like Brett a lot. I like him, but he drives me a little insane. But, okay,
1: so... He the, doesn't close games well. No, he, he's terrible at closing games, and he's terrible at calling timeouts when he needs to, to stop momentum. Yeah. Okay, I get that he, was, he, he became a coach during the process. You give him... You're like, okay, you, we're going to suck for the next couple years, but just deal with it, and we'll give you the opportunity to actually coach after we give you assets. We have... A studly team right now offensively, and we're pretty good defense. It's Brett Brown's opportunity now. He doesn't have any excuses. I he has go. players now. He
0: has an
1: amazing team at his hands.
0: So if he if this if we won
1: the finals, mm-hmm. would you still change your tune on Brett Brown? It depends on how he coaches in the finals. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna change my mind. Just because we won, because we have I, great talent. I'm a, I'm a little bit of a because look at look at Cleveland.
0: I'm I'm a Brett Brown realist where I think it's really frustrating how he calls games, especially especially at the end of games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also I thought he was okay yesterday. I'm a little bit of an apologist. Like I I really do like Brett Brown and I do think he's a good coach for the players on this team. He's a great players coach, and I think that more than anything, that's what this team needs because this team is so so much of, of this team i think comes from their personality mm-hmm. and how they gel yeah are you at all concerned about the report that came out today about Ben Simmons and Magic Johnson uh no you think he's going to leave
1: now? no no
0: i don't think there's any way he turns out if we keep winning you really it. think he, if Next. we
1: keep winning you really think he's going to go out to la the way that they're playing right now the way the way that their their franchise has been handled over the past couple I seasons i don't
0: think so but i know that it's a big thing on everybody's mind right now and everybody's so scared to lose Ben Simmons. Because
1: it's not even like the Lakers have assets and honest. they're tanking on purpose. They're just tanking. And they've, they have Ingram. They have Kuzma. They now have LeBron. They have Lonzo, who's a decent player. Yeah. It's, not, it's not like they have a stockpile of assets. They used them all to get these young players and they're playing like shit. I'll be curious to see
0: what does happen. I don't think there's any way he's going to turn down the max extension he's going to get offered. No, no. And I'll be honest, though. like Even if Ben Simmons did leave... Ben Simmons is, like, my third or fourth favorite Sixer on this team yeah. right now. Yeah, but I don't think he's going to leave. I don't think he's going to leave either. But I, I also don't know as if he's invested in being in Philadelphia the way, like, Embiid is. Yeah. Well, like, I, mean, I don't I, think anybody I see is. Embiid, and I'm like, I think Embiid's going to be a Sixer for life. Yeah, well, I mean. I don't know if he will be, but, like, the feeling you get is that he wants to be.
1: I mean, you look at Embiid, he was hurt for three fucking years. You know, and we kept. He d- dealt with it. And, he's, and, he's and the we've, we've, give, we've given him this opportunity and stuck with him. Maybe if Ben Simmons was in the same situation as Embiid, then it would be a little different. Ben Simmons only s- sat out one year, yeah, because of injury, quote unquote.
0: Well, every every, every rookie,
1: every Sixers rookie does that, but you yeah. know, it like if Ben walks away, then he walks away. Like what? Like what are we supposed to do? But I like the I like the way our team is playing right now, and right now, I think yeah. we have a winning team. We have a we have a great team and it's only gonna get messed up if Brett Brown fucks up. We put one forty three up on LeBron yesterday. Yeah. Um. No matter what team LeBron
0: is on, that's something to say. I'm ready, man. I I couldn't Philadelphia. I couldn't celebrate with you last time because of a Cowboys fan. But all bets are off when the Sixers win. Like I'll
1: grease the pole. I can't wait. I mean, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> you will
0: let me try to relive that. You'll I'm not
1: can... sure. I'm not sure how wild the city's actually going to get if the Sixers win. I don't think we'll get that wild, but it depends if we win the game in the city or not. If it, if we win in, we're just assuming, at Golden State at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if yeah. we win at Golden State, and we win the championship there, I'll tell you what. Though, then I think... it's not going to be as wild if we win it in Philly. Like if we win at Wells Fargo. If we win at Wells Fargo, the entire city's gonna go insane. I call me crazy.
0: I think Golden State's a little vulnerable right now. I think with all the play, with all the drama that's going on there, yeah. I, I mean, Katie's
1: testy. Yeah, because he's gonna be a Knicks next year. I, I don't
0: know, man. I, I just think there's a. I think there's a chance. I think there's. A, I think there's a real chance that the Golden
1: State could be beaten, and someone else is in the final. Because I think. I think the Nuggets. No, are... no. I
0: think Golden State. Like I don't hell or high water. Golden State's going to the finals. Okay. I just think. I don't know. I just. I I have a feeling that Golden State can be beaten in the finals this year,
1: and I think it's yeah. I
0: think it's the Kool Aid that we're drinking.
1: It's but... definitely the Kool Aid. Um, they're starting five. Um, I'm not really scared of Draymond. Uh, no matter who he's guarding against, KD is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, KD's scared of Draymond, but I'm not scared of Draymond. Uh, offensively, defensively, he's pretty good. Um, yeah. Boogie, he's got to stay healthy for me to be scared of him. Um, but I think Embiid plays better than Boogie, so I'm not I'm matching up player to I player. Think Boogie, I'm not scared.
0: Boogie's a great center. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah, he's really really good. But I also think he is like the third or fourth best player on that team. Yeah. Hands and down. I don't think that Golden State... Golden State's all about spacing and they're all about taking the three-point shot. Mm-hmm. The Sixers want to do that, which is part of what the trade for, for Tobias Harris was. Mm-hmm. And it's been working. But let's be honest, they also... I feel like a lot of their game still revolves around Embiid. Yeah. Which is kind of a throwback because the NBA isn't really played that way as much anymore. Yeah. yeah which yeah. is what's so much fun to watch about it. Mm-hmm. It's almost a little bit nostalgic. I'm not but
1: scared. Let's I, move I'm, on a little bit. Yeah.
0: Let's let's go to our last stop around the horn. Baseball, we're in Bryce Harper watch. Harper Lent. Yeah, <laughs> I've been I've been enjoying uh, Harper Lent being a trending topic. What did, what did you What did you give up for Harper Harper Lent? I haven't given up anything for Harper Lent because I'm weak willed and I know this is just going to continue to drag out for forever. Um, but
1: I, I I at this point I'm giving up checking on Twitter every day to see if <laughs> Bryce Harper's going to sign for uh for a solid two weeks. I had NBC Philadelphia Sports on notification and i just turned them off yesterday because i've been getting amped up whenever i get a notification and And it's always something like the odds changed yeah and i'm just like whatever i mean i want bryce to sign it's starting to look like he's going to sign with the nationals for probably a one-year deal and then try free agency again next year all right Um, so that's
0: what the the new the new topic of conversation seems to be that harper will sign like a one or two-year deal with the giants Yeah, he he did talk with them yesterday. $35 million, something ludicrous. Yeah. Go there for a year or two and then try to sign, you know, that that record breaking contract. Yeah. I actually think, and I know people are saying that Scott Boris is just doing his job. I think he's actually kind of detrimental at this point. Yeah. I don't think there's any way he's getting close to $300 million. No. I don't think he's going to come close. And I don't think Machado is either. The fact that Machado has been so quiet.
1: Yeah, has been weird to me.
0: And I don't know if it's
1: because well, I just I just think he Bryce... has an agreement with the White Sox in place. And he has probably to I, announce it. Probably. Well, isn't his brother-in-law the White Sox now, or his cousin or something? Honestly, I have no idea. I heard I heard one of, one of his cousins or his his brother-in-law plays. Uh, got signed to the White Sox, so he would probably so that he'd be more likely to go there to be with family. I saw some stupid tweet like that. Um, but I also think Bryce. Hold on, I'm I'm looking this up. I think Bryce Harper has. Um, more of a vocalization towards his contract dealings because he's the cover oh. artist for the MLB The Show.
0: Alonzo is Machado... Uh, Yonder Alonzo is Machado's brother-in-law. Oh, okay. Yeah, I... I could... I could see that happening. I don't know. I, I think he's gonna sign with the White Sox just because they're... who's gonna operate the most amount of money and he's yeah. guaranteed to be the number one star there. Mm-hmm. Harper... I, I do think there's a really good shot he comes to Philadelphia... Is is the Phillies off season a failure if you don't sign Harper? I think so because I think everything has been done as a way to show Harper you're you're competitive.
1: Yeah, but we're also making ourselves competitive without Harper. What are your... which is hard to say because we just picked up um, JT from. What are your thoughts on the JT Romalto trade? I am I... very mixed. I like it. Okay. Um. Tell me why. Because it shows that we want to win now. Yes, but my
0: thing with the Romalto trade is, if especially if you're signing Harper, right? Harper's 26 years old. I know mm. everyone's talking about him as a play now move, but Harper is also a win in the future, yeah, kind of move because he's only 26 years old. So, you know, Romalto is like 20, is 27, I think, or maybe he is 26 and turning 27. But he only has three or four years of being an elite catcher left. you under team control for two. You're gonna have to resign him because you just traded Sixo Sancho, so you yeah. can't not. Resign him, yeah. Um, and when you resign him, where are you going to play him? Because Hoskins is the first base. Do you trade him? I mean, it's entirely a possibility. Yeah. But I don't know. I really I don't liked, know JT was the best catcher. I last really like Sixto Sanchez as a prospect. I have concerns about you know he's a small guy who throws really hard. Yeah. He's prone to injuries, and he has been throughout his career. So maybe it's not going to work out. You know, losing. Uh, losing Alfaro wasn't that big of a deal to me. No, same. Like, I, I could care. I thought Alfaro was very... I liked the idea of Alfaro a lot more than I liked him. Yeah. Um, Cannon of an arm, but he... It was painful watching him hit sometimes. Yeah. Um, So, I, I, I do like it in that, you know, Romalto is, hands down, the best catcher in baseball. It's yeah. not really debatable, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But you gave up a lot to get him, and a lot of it does feel like a play for Harper because they're best friends.
1: Yeah. So... Too long didn't read Bryce Harper, come home. We miss yeah. you. Yeah, um, Bryce, this is your seventh cousin Drew. Your seventh cousin, Drew. Um I really want a pinstripe jersey with the Phillies that has our last name on it. So can you please sign? Thanks. Bye. That's right, you guys do share our last name. Yeah, we do share our last name. Um we both have pretty good facial hair. You do. Um we're both athletes. I, I think, think I think I, be a distant relation. I, I think I think I have a superior. I'm superior to him as an athlete. Um, I can see that. You just you're so humble. You're not ready. Yeah, to yeah. You know. Yeah. You know. You know it's it's uh, you know. I am not looking for a max contract deal. I'm just throwing shot puts and lifting weights. But um, <laughs> you know, uh, Bryce, if you want to come to Philly, I'll buy you a drink. You know, we'll we'll do like twenty three and me and see if we're actually related. Um. <gasps> I know you're from Las Vegas and I've lived in Jersey my entire life, but Harper you, bonding you never know. Um, so if we
0: can't get Harper, who else would you want? because I have I have one guy specifically who I really want.
1: I don't fucking know man. I just've I've been horning this this Harper trade or signing the entire off season. I've been so vocal about it just because it we have the same last name and I want one with my with the Phillies, with my last name on the on the jersey. I honestly haven't paid attention to the rest of it other than Manny Machado.
0: Yeah, I I really want Kimbrel. I want to no longer yeah. go into the ninth inning feeling like the game is yeah. If we're up by ten runs, the game's still on. Yeah, he's not bad. Um, Kimbrel's great. Yeah. Um, Keiko would be cool. Keiko is pretty good. He's a great, nice left handed pitcher. Yeah. Um. But I think I think you gotta get Harper and I'm hearing he's gonna sign this week and I'm really hoping that it's with the Phillies. Stop stop
1: blue balling me, Bryce. Come on. Did
0: you I've I've loved a lot of the I loved, I loved a lot of the people just begging Bryce Harper to come on Twitter. Like uh, Phillies Twitter has been simultaneously insane, ridiculous, and amazing. Yeah, when too uh, much.
1: When uh, Winter Storm Harper or Superstorm Harper came around. they did the Game of Thrones little winter is coming thing over top of the Phillies stadium as a gif, but put Harper is coming. Yeah, he's... he didn't
0: come. He's not helping himself, though, because he keeps (laughs) tweeting shit like loading. Yeah.
1: It's like, what the fuck does that mean? Just come to Philadelphia. If Tony Romo is anything of the commentator that he is of baseball predictions, he is going to the Rangers.
0: (laughs) Eh? what an anticlimactic ending i know right what if he went to the what if he legitimately went to the
1: padres (sighs) i would cry i probably would cry i I
0: probably would call out of work and cry
1: yeah i I don't think i can handle it i I go to school and don't go to work so i'd probably just cry in class like i normally do
0: Alright, do you have any other final thoughts for this episode, for episode 4? I think we've already clocked in over an hour so far.
1: Yeah, we probably did. Um, but yeah, we, we yeah. Been, we've been gone for a while, so uh, we had to catch up. Um, no, I, I don't I don't have much. Um, I gave up um, I gave up uh, Human Emotion for uh, Harper Lent. So <laughs> um, Until Bryce signs somewhere i guess i'm a robot existential dread existential dread is a hella darkness my old friend you, you want to talk all right <laughs> we don't have to do it uh, okay. during yeah. <laughs> um, but no seriously um i want bryce to sign real bad um if i don't have a philly's pinch truck with my last name on it and his number i'm gonna cry um but you know it's been a fun offseason. I'm excited for the Phillies to start. Spring we, training starts soon. I'm just I'm sadly like preparing myself for like how am I going to walk back? Yeah, like all of the hype we've had up right. Like, how know, are we going right? to
0: convince ourselves that, it's, that it was okay that Bryce Harper didn't sign here?
1: By not buying him be the show. <laughs> 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 That's how we'll do it. Drew, is there anything else that you want to that you want to add before we we head out of here? Um Don't catch pneumonia, kids. Doesn't sound fun. It's not. Does not sound fun. I have an inhaler now. Yeah? I've never had an inhaler.
0: And you do track.
1: I mean, I throw, but... You're a track star. I'm a a throwing star. (laughs) Not of the ninja variety. Is there anything you want to plug? Um, Follow me on Twitter at Drew underscore Harper. The E's are threes. Um, I'm still trying to push a run at my Ezekiel Elliott tweet. I'm at 11.2 thousand likes, um, and Ezekiel Elliott hasn't followed me back, so he's fake. Um, so, uh, I, like you, you're you, st- I like
0: how you're. I like you're still touting this tweet from months ago. <laughs> it's
1: it's it's fine. It's my pinned tweet, so I'm gonna keep it there for the rest of my life. Um, so, uh, you can catch me there, uh, hoping Bryce Harper signs with us, <laughs> and and starting a Bobon uh, fan club. Oh
0: yes yeah love that man i don't have much to plug my other podcast um the quest for more money a podcast on movie franchises is still a thing we're just on a little bit of hiatus because everyone's schedules mine included, has just been absolutely crazy but at some point we are going to get back to it and record the third and fourth episode of the scream series and move on with the new movie series um and i'm really excited for that i also have a couple other podcasts in the works that at some point i'll be able to share
1: more about so it's exciting that is exciting i hope i can uh guest star on them maybe me
0: too man that'll be that'll be lit with As the, the, the kids very, say
1: very valuable time that i have do the kids say lit still i say lit still all right i'm not sure if that counts i feel like i started those... saying it on i started saying it ironically and now i'm just stuck saying
0: yeah it. I, that's the worst that happens all the time i know right and i'm i am literally that person now who is like hello fellow youth
1: <laughs> hello hello <laughs>
0: How, how do you do do you ever do you ever go on r slash fellow kids no it's quality it's a quality reddit, <laughs> on, on reddit? yeah <laughs> it's pretty good
1: i'll have to check it out yeah
0: all right until next time thanks for listening to fourth and floundering please uh subscribe like do anything that will give us five stars at this point give um, us all
1: the five star ratings
0: it would help drew get over his ammonia yeah how do you pronounce it panomia panomia yeah um and it would just make him feel better about himself. And it would make me feel better about myself that
1: I, in turn, helped Drew feel better about himself. But more importantly, it would make me feel better about myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so please. <laughs> See you next week. Hopefully, if we can uh, keep this upload schedule on Yeah,
0: track. hopefully we we'll are able to keep on track <laughs> and keep this going. Um, don't forget to leave a five-star review and, and like us. And thanks for tuning in. Until next time. Bye, goodbye. Drew. I've been Mitch. And I've been Drew, goodbye.